Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Nick Schott, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Nikki Spagnola. And here it is. It's high noon on a Tuesday, Thanksgiving week at the Star in Frisco, and we are inside the SWBC podcast studio. Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and the star of the show, Mickey Spagnola. That's because we got an audience. That's right. That's what they're here for. That's right. We got a tour outside the windows. They need some mix shots. There he is, right there, guys. Right there. There he is. There he is. Yeah, there's a a cowboy fan in a cowboy cap and jersey, Mm -hmm. fist pumping when he heard the name Mickey Spagnola. Just make sure no one attacks me from behind. I didn't know your family was in town. They're all my family. Yeah, that's right. There you go. They're, they're the ones that listen to us, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's uh, just our families. Hey, you'd be surprised. I was, uh, God, I was at some event and a guy came up. It was a black dude, too. He came up to me <laughs> like, hey, man, I listen to you guys all the time. I'm like, really? He like, man, I was just wondering if he had a job. I wasn't sure. <laughs> the, um, so this, uh, was it Saturday night? Um we were in a little pub downtown Minneapolis, and um, we were standing at the bar waiting for a drink. Mm-hmm. And two guys come up to me and goes, hey, are you – can we take a picture? It's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there were Cowboy fans making a road trip to Minneapolis to there you go. watch the game. So and they said, uh, "Damn, Brian, I thought you'd be." Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't happen. Size taller. is a little bit different, right? <laughs> well, here we are. We are just over forty-eight hours, fifty-one hours away from kickoff. All of a sudden. The New York football giants will be here before you know it, and it'll be Thanksgiving afternoon at 3.30. Cowboys and Giants, a battle for second place in the mm-hmm. NFC East. Two teams that are 7-3 and three coming in. Boy, you know, when you look at this game, there's a huge. It seems like there's a huge difference between eight and three and seven and four. <laughs> if you win, right? Yeah. Uh, well, especially when you have a team in your division right. that's probably got the best record in football. And and the the next best record in football, you're tied with that team mm-hmm. in the division. Although you've got a game in hand, so if you beat the Giants, not only do you have a better record, one loss, but you also have the sweep, so it's almost like a two-game lead yes, uh, against the Giants. And then you're also looking at Indianapolis, Houston, and Jacksonville the next three right. weeks. absolutely. Now, that all sounds good as well, but I can still smell the breath of the commanders down our backs. Well, they're they're coming. Six That's and right. five, right? They're above they're 500. And, you know, when you have a coach like that, you know, Rivera is one of those guys, the team loves to play for him. And you can see it on the field. So when everybody else was giving up on them and uh, they're at the bottom of the division, okay, they're, they're the NFC East like we know it. And then next thing you know, they only have five losses and they are on our butts. I like it, though. I like the competition. I like the pressure. Uh, I like the fact that we came through under pressure this last game. And I got to say, 
one more time. I know we don't, we're done with the Packers, but when I see a brother kick a 60-yarder twice, it gives me pause on my decision not to kick a field goal in that game against the Packers. It still gives me pause. I think we still, based on those two 60-yarders and this history of hitting 60-yarders, I know wind, all that crap. It was indoors I, me, from 60. I don't care. It was indoors. How, how long would it have been? It was 40 be, degrees warmer. How long would that, that field goal have been? 53? 53. Man, that's easy for no, him. That's no, easy for not him. Not in that weather. I cannot believe you're all doubting you, him. All you had to do is look at the kickoffs that direction. And then you, you know what, what, what I'm really disappointed in him, Bill? What? In me or Maurer? You. <laughs> <laughs> he said he said, if they would have scored, then, you know, everybody's just going to come down and score anyway. On your defense. He would have. Your defense, he, though. They this, is, this is the Cowboys' defense here. What did they do in overtime? Who? The Packers. No, the question would have been. If the we question, would have hit though, the field was, goal, what would they do? Would it they would have been kicked, different. Would they have Why? kicked a, Would they have marched down and kicked they a field goal, or they would, would they have scored a touchdown? They would have scored a touchdown. You don't know that. They set it up in the middle of the field the, to kick when it. When you make a field From goal. From 28 yards. The future changes. No. There's the future that When you make the field goal, it's different from if you just – Kicked it off to him in overtime, and they drove down the and totally and, different. And had you made the field goal and kicked off in that direction, they would have ended up with the ball at the thirty-five yard line. Mean we Same place, them. but it's a different. Well, moment. why didn't you stop him when you had to? When you when they about, got the ball, they drove for the been field a, goal. This would have been a totally different <laughs> no, scenario. No. So you're telling me. See this. This way you you get these problems of of, of uh, this. Uh, revisionist, Be careful now. The revisionist history that we talk about. Oh, well, it's it's going to happen the same way, no matter what precedes well, that what moment. What evidence did you see that it wouldn't have happened that way? History. What there, do you mean there, history? There are games where they've actually stopped someone. There are games when Aaron Rodgers has actually been stopped. There are a, moments when this happened. They didn't do a lot of stopping in that second half. And that doesn't mean that they wouldn't have done it at that moment. Well, There's a different moment well, now. Well, your assumption is he would make the field goal. Yes. Right. That would be my yeah. assumption. And that's the worst part. What? He's making 60 yarders. No, it's not 60 <laughs> yards. It's indoors. Which, by the way, since you brought this up, got an opportunity to talk to Maurer yesterday. Thank you. No one's talked to him. And, I haven't even seen him uh, on, on TV. So my question was, when you were getting ready to approach to kick the ball, did you hear a whistle blow? And he goes, no. No. He goes, I didn't hear anything. I said, did you see anything? Because I saw the referee behind the play. I saw the back judge. And he said the two guys under the goalpost that were judging if it was good or not, they said it was good. They didn't wave it off. I saw it. I so somebody on the sideline must have got a call down from either the replay guy or the NFL overlooking things. And that's great. Sky but, judge, but right? But it's over. Selective sky judge. It's over, though. They can call all they want. It's over. I know. You can't go back and change it, but right? They, but they did. That's crazy. I wonder what would have happened if he missed it. Would they have called down? They better have. <laughs> I hope so. I'm just saying. That's crazy. I'm sorry. That, that was – that's – there have been a few moments in this season and past seasons where we had huge screw-ups 
on right. the on the, the referee's part. On yeah. The, and no one said, oh, well, moments pass. Yeah. Got to move on. We run another play. Boom. That's it. So how, I mean, to me, it's like a precedence has been set. He said. That means that you can, ch- you can go back at any time and change something. So I asked him, I said, so the, after they waved it off, you know, what was your thoughts? And he goes, well, he goes, I was actually gaining confidence that I had made it. Yes. And he goes, and I didn't feel like I hit it good. Um, and, and I said, but there was a long delay for you to think about it. He goes, no, it actually allowed me because I initially was pissed that that happened. And he goes, the long delay helped me calm uh, down. Interesting. Because if you remember, not only uh, did they review it for I don't know how long, right? It seemed like five minutes. But then um, Minnesota, oh, the head coach. Um, O'Connell. O'Connell. He started talking with the head referee like he didn't call a timeout. But he was acting like it was a, a legal icing, right? Because he kept needing explanations and this and that. And I go, he's just stalling to, to ice him, yeah, right? Yeah. And he goes, no, it actually helped me calm down because I was really mad. And I said, and the second kick, he goes, oh, Felt I good. hit it. Yeah, he did. I said, well, <laughs> I don't know if you saw where it landed, but it, it landed five yards behind where the first one landed. Mm-hmm. And it was dead solid, perfect down the middle. Uh, so, yeah. And so we had a really good conversation about 60 yarders opposed to 50, 45. And he goes, in my mind, I want to kick them all the same. He goes, now, if it's past 60, then it's a little bit different because you're going to have to drive Over-kick. the ball. Yeah, right? you gotta and you got to let it go. Yeah. He said, but from 60, I felt good enough in my normal routine and swing that I can get it there from there. So in perfect conditions, in perfect conditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not when it's 20. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> 20 below. <laughs> and my kicker is standing on the sideline with his foot in front of the like heater. Toasting the drumstick. Yeah, something. right. So he was trying to make sure he could feel the ball off his foot. Right. You know, after a 40 to three win, you notice the cap that I'm wearing today. <laughs> Right. You and Jerry, did you get that from Jerry? I did not, no. Tell us the story. This is a team that uh, could compete for the Super Bowl. No, right? no I got hesitation. my Super Bowl cap on No today. hesitation. No. He couldn't he, wait he for them was to like, ask him definite, that question. Definitely, yes. right? And then uh, I thought it was funny, McCarthy then on Monday when he did his press conference said, well, uh, just a little while ago, talking to GM Jerry, his, he was concentrated on the Giants, right? And he goes, and then there's owner Jerry, who is going to be positive and wants to look forward. So they asked Jerry about it today. They played it for him. And, and he, he basically said, well, yeah, absolutely. He goes, but think about this. So GM Jerry, you know, we're, it's the Giants. They're the next opponent, the division opponent. Uh, somebody that, you know, we've already beaten once, we yeah. need to beat twice. He goes, now, but owner Jerry, he can think past Thursday. He can think to Odell Beckham, 
and and you know they've got that meeting I guess coming. He won't, they wouldn't say when it was going to be. And he goes Don't and worry, that Odell will tell. And he said and that yeah. and, and 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 he said that's what the owner should be doing because the owner has to write the check. Uh, and then he went into this long explanation about you know things you have to consider. He goes if I have a chance to improve my team, I should do that as the owner. And he goes, and think about this. The owner doesn't have to talk to the GM to see what the uh, um, player's ability looks like. Mm -hmm. We're the same person. <laughs> and so I it was a really great explanation. And, and he said, so here's – and they were going, well, you, but it doesn't seem like you want to pay guys from outside. You'd rather pay your own guys. And he goes, well, here's what it comes down to. If I – pay this money on one guy, if I can use that same amount on two or three guys, now I've got to make a decision, mm -hmm. right? Is he worth one guy or can I use that money for three guys? And he's not just talking about this year. He's talking about down the road because, as Bill's been pointing out, we got a lot of guys here that guys. need new contracts. Good guys, too. Yeah, guys that you've got to resource. Tony Pollard. Yes, now Pollard's in the because mm -hmm. we keep talking about Diggs, um, Lamb, Lamb. Well, now Pollard's in the conversation mm -hmm. too, right? You're not going to sit there and go, "We're just letting this guy go." Parsons and Prescott aren't far off. No, <laughs> and you're right. And so now, how much can you spend on citing a 30-year-old Odell Beckham Jr.? Uh, and I thought Stephen gave a good uh, explanation of the things you have to decide before you can do this. He first said health, like we got to see how healthy he is and when's he ready to play. He said, secondly, vision, like how do we see him fitting in to the offense? And then he said, uh, as usual, third is business, meaning money. Uh, and he said the, the, the biggest thing uh, – Oh, then he went on to say, so, yeah, that's that's on our mind. He mm -hmm. goes, but the biggest disappointment was the loss to Green Bay. So uh, what did they expect him to say? Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> that's not being Jerry. That's just being, you yeah. know, that's just being part of the staff. And I he mean. didn't want to say much because he knows it's a negotiation. No, but I mean, in teams... I mean in regards to us going being Super Bowl ready. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, I mean. yeah. In regards yeah. to being Super Bowl ready. Well, yeah. and as yeah. Mike, as McCarthy pointed out, he goes, well, that goes back to the goal at the beginning of the season. Exactly. Right? So why would you, uh, you know, they act like it's such a, oh, that's Jerry. Yeah. He's pumping up the Cowboys. Well, that's really. And that was everybody's story last night. Right. On the news, and I don't know if and that's good. That's good. everybody did it, but I heard it for most parts. Mm -hmm. Oh, Jerry said the Cowboys are going. No, he didn't say it. He just said uh, they we, look in that game Super Bowl exactly. or a Super Bowl contest. Yes, yes. I so. mean, who, what what owner who's in the race right now would not say that? Yeah, yeah. So I, I think you know they'd love to just blow it up with uh, with Jerry, but to me, that's exactly what he should have said. Okay, up next here on Mix Shots, who's going to be the Cowboys' competition to get to the Super Bowl? <laughs> Mix Shots continues in a moment. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. 
Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey! Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Back, back, back. To mixed shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. From corporate homes to your home. Have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. And you better call now, 214-225-4860. And that's kpostcompany.com. Okay, Mickey, uh, we've got some uh, news to get to, but first let's get to your injury report. Yes, uh, mentioned. the Cowboys uh, did not, well, they had a walkthrough practice tomorrow, so mm-hmm. it wasn't, uh, they had seven guys that were projected if they had held a regular practice that would not have participated and the same thing basically for the Giants. So uh, I think the only guy on here that they were somewhat concerned with uh, is still Anthony Barr. Um, evidently, McCarthy said either on Saturday or Sunday he strained the hamstring again. Mm. Because uh, their intention was he was going to be able to play. He, was he must get, have done it during the I think it was sat, uh, might have been Saturday oh, okay. after Saturday's practice. Uh, it's like because he was getting snaps uh, defensively uh, during the week. So they thought he was good to go, but he didn't. And so Damone Clark ended up um, getting a bunch of snaps, right? Like yeah, 43 I think you so. said 30-something. Let's see here. Clark had 43 snaps and six wow. more on special teams, and they didn't have they didn't have that many plays, did they? I mean, that's the majority. Well, they had 43 at least. Yeah, but I mean, that many meaning me all that many. 57. So 57. he had 43 of 57 that's snaps. That's pretty good. So, and, does and, he play third down? No. I think I saw him maybe in there once on third down. The majority of it was either. Parsons and Van Der Esch. If Parsons was on the line, Van Der Esch was one linebacker. Uh, and then however you want to uh, 
classify curse. And then there were other times – there were times when they didn't have a linebacker. But a lot of times it was fourth and – or third and 23 or something ridiculous I, I thought, like that. I thought we could come out before this game and, and we were worried about our woes as far as stopping the run. I thought we could put in an extra defensive lineman. Oh, and play I five thought we would try something like that. I think uh, the Bears or the Lions do it every once in a well, while. Well, you know, there were times when they would put – four down linemen and Parsons on the line of scrimmage to make five uh, on third down to try to confuse the the pass rush. Um, yeah, Mike McCarthy was very complimentary of Demarcus uh, uh, Lawrence today too. But mm, uh, it's about time. His ability to not only be a special pass rusher, but the way he plays the Against run. the run, that's yeah. right. We and, talked about that last yeah, week. Yeah, absolutely. So the uh, and as a matter of fact, they've got uh, Parsons listed as knee, ankle. Uh, they they just felt like you know he could be limited the rest of the week, but they feel like he can play. So and plus, you see how well the backups did when he was out. Right. I mean, there was a lot of uh, positive plays even when he was on the sidelines. So that helps us. And by the way, three of the guys that would have missed yesterday, it was this illness that keeps going around. So Fowler, Hankins. And Kelvin Joseph, who got sick during the game, because they started him off at left they did. corner, they right? Did. Yeah, and they immediately threw over there too. Yes. By the way, and then he, That's got, when he sick. got sick. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and then Anthony Brown came in and played the rest of he the got game. Pigskin right? disease. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, you know last uh, so last week Anger had the illness. Oh, I and didn't know he that. He was able to come in and punt. Um, so, did, so did Joseph get sick, or did the coaching staff? Yeah, get right. Sick? <laughs> it doesn't say. <laughs> I don't see any. The illness illness must not go around in uh, in East Rutherford because the DNPs for the Giants are all of injury. So, and they got a bunch of them. Their offensive line. Um, I don't have their starting lineup here. Do you happen to have it? I, There's. Uh, now, they, they've lost Evan Neal a couple of weeks ago, their right tackle, right. the rookie first-round draft Now, pick. he's being listed as limited. He's missed the last couple of games. Uh, Josh Azudu? He has been filling in as at guard. Okay. Feliciano? He's a center. Is he starter? He uh, has started some – yes, he has started. and But this last game he got hurt and right. only played 55 snaps, and, almost played the whole game. And he's got a neck injury and didn't uh, did, would not have practiced uh, uh, Tyree Phillips, offensive lineman, neck. Yes, that's another starter. Okay, so he would not have practiced. And then <laughs> – their starting corner, Adoree Jackson, I believe he's the starter. Yeah, he had MCL. Yeah. So they, and, and they already uh, – I think they lost some guys And they the lost week. Cabo, uh, the, Xavier McKinney, the safety, a couple of weeks ago on his wide, ATV accident. And the he's wide, on IR. The wide Dead receiver. Yeah. Wandell uh, – Robinson, ACL. Robinson, yeah. yeah. And he had 10 catches last week. Yeah. So they've got some injury problems too, and it's a short week. You know, we're so lucky to where, or blessed to where we, uh, our depth is really pretty good. You could say, let's say Michael Parsons goes down, God forbid, and uh, you look at the backups. I mean, we've got some very capable gentlemen that can 
not play as well as Parsons, but they can fit in with the scheme very well Right to where you can get by for a little bit. You could get by. The thing about getting by, you got Doris Armstrong, he's playing like a madman. And you've got, of course, D-Law playing his butt off. Vanderbilt is improving. And so, you know, you, you look at their the, – you look at the Giants' injury list. I think if we had an injury list like that, it would be devastating. But I think we would have nice, good players yeah. coming up the rear. And if, you know, you lose Parsons' linebacker and Barr's out, well, now you got Clark playing. It might open the door for some guy like Luke Gifford to get on the field. For and and, and some we, we, I forget snaps. about Fowler. I yeah. always forget about Fowler. Well, they've got him playing defensive end. He is playing defensive end yeah, yeah. as a starter? Uh, no, as a rotation. rotation. You, think he could, you think he could step back? Mm, I, I don't, don't think he so. He hasn't in his he hasn't career. In his career. Yeah, he's always okay. been, he's been more gotcha. just a defensive gotcha. end. Yeah. So, And also, when the question came up about um, Tyler Smith moving to guard and Peters playing uh, left tackle, uh, Jerry basically answered the question, when Tyron Smith returns, he's the left tackle. And, and Tyler Smith's and going then to the guard. And they're trying to give him some snaps in there. And also to, if need be, if uh, they need that other guard spot, Tyler Smith can play there and give Peters some snap at left tackle. They've decided he's a left tackle. So he's they decided a, that he's not a guard. Tyler Smith is definitely a guard. Uh, he could play guard. Yeah, he, he he's going to play guard. He would. He's gonna, when Tyron comes back, he will slide into guard. Okay, yeah. so that makes him a guard. Yeah, when Tyler comes back. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay, so they did draft a guard first round. There you go. That's okay. right. I, I knew that's, that's where right. he was. I was just. I was <laughs> just you weren't going to slip clear. that bias. <laughs> I just wanted to be clear. That's all. He's a uh-huh. guard by necessity. That's why he's playing. You knew that's where I was going. And right? you know what? He was pretty darn good in the run game. Uh, this past week, yeah, I mean a lot of that stuff was going left, mm-hmm. uh, so uh, they had something going there. And then that, you know, if that's the way it works out, then you've taken care of your backup guard spot w- with McGovern being active mm-hmm. instead of having to move somebody up off the practice squad to be that backup guard center. That's a nice backup. So your point about backups and being able to. Uh, exist for mm-hmm. at least the rest of a game mm-hmm. or a game or two. Uh, you probably don't want to do that on a long-term basis. Yeah. But so, how many Hall of Fame offensive linemen are on this Cowboys team? <laughs> <laughs> One for sure. Two for sure. Yes, uh, I say two. For two sure. for sure. Yeah, and maybe three one, for sure with Jason the, Peters, and 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 mm. maybe one in the making. Uh, so you get Zach, Tyron, Jason Peters is like a nine-time Pro Bowler, right? And Terrence Steele playing pretty well. Ooh, he's oh, he's balling! You're going balling, with Terrence bro. Steele. Well, I don't know. say he's going to be a Hall of Famer, going to put, but he is balling. Yes. he is definitely balling. Oh, and by the way, I did ascertain that that uh, play at the end of the half to get the ball to Lamb that was a designed rollout, of course, because we saw the two offensive linemen there. So mm-hmm. I was talking to Biotish. I said, so. Did you just happen to go out there because you thought he needed help, or was that a planned, you know, called play? He goes, oh, yeah, it was called. Oh, yeah. So yeah. he rolls – he motions out there, and I think Steele might have been the other guy. <laughs> they still missed the guy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, right? They still missed he both got of them. Through it. But they were there. Yeah, it was too late, though. That's that's all they needed was In case he to... had to run, maybe. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, it was uh, almost the Aaron Rodgers play, right? That was amazing. Just the other way. Because it, it looked like um, most of the flight of the ball was out of bounds. You understand? Oh, when he caught yeah. it, it was over the... I mean, but the flight of oh, it yeah. was also out of yeah, bounds. Yeah, it wasn't like he threw it and it happened to mm-hmm. go out of bounds. No, that was pretty good. Yeah. So. They're, they're still putting that online. They're just you know amazed at that play, period. The call, the route, the catch, the throw, all of that. So tell me this. So the Cowboys in three weeks have scored on offense 42, 28, and 40. So sign Odell Beckham, where's he fitting in? Mm-hmm. And I thought after this game that they would be more, you know, we don't need him. You know, we can play cute. We can play coy because we're doing well. Well, maybe when you negotiate. That comes into play. That comes into play, <laughs> right? Okay, we'd love him to improve our team. But we're cool. But we ain't desperate. <laughs> we're the cool. negotiation is all about marketability with Odell. No for doubt. him, for him. I mean, no. I, I, the the pitch to him. Oh yeah, is marketability. Right. Not not okay. Not you're playing for the Cowboys. Salary. Look what we have a chance to do this year. Right. And yeah, that's going to be their their. That's argument. that's yeah. Jerry's mm-hmm. ownership owner pitch. Right. Mm-hmm. Is think what you can do being on America's team. Because the and GM o- pitch would be, Odell's oh God, gonna, we need Odell's you. He's going to have dollar signs here. Uh-huh. Yeah, so right. he's going to be like, I'm not hearing that. He, don't, he won't uh-huh. even hear that. So you got to line up that NIL money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, a couple of news items. Yes. The Final Four is coming to AT&T Stadium in Arlington in 2030. <laughs> okay, this is so, what, 2022? It's, it's, it's baby. 2030. So seven and a half years from now. So the guys <laughs> playing in that game are in stay grade shape, school guys. right now. Hey, we, we yeah, because they'll be eighteen. Yeah, those no, we better like stay in shape. Years, ten and a half right years old. Right we better now. stay in shape. We better stay in shape. Uh huh. Okay. That's right. Uh, and <laughs> the, the the women's right. Well, and the women is the next year, right. twenty thirty one. Okay. okay, and the twenty eight modern era player semifinalist for the Pro Football Hall of Fame's class of 2023 have been announced. And there are three players who played for the Cowboys who are among the 28 semifinalists. Hmm. Do you want to tell us? You want to guess? No, it's too dangerous. Darren Woodson. Yes. He has now been a semifinalist seven times. That's ridiculous. So wrong. That's ridiculous. 2015, Roy 2017, and each of the last five years. And that, by the way, was on the big screen in Green Bay. Also. I saw that crap. <laughs> I saw that crap. Demarcus Ware, <laughs> a semifinalist for the second, second straight time. year. And that's a damn shame. Okay. And then Zach Thomas. A former Cowboy and, of course, former Miami Dolphin, mm-hmm. who is a semifinalist for the fifth straight year. There are your Cowboy connections to the 28 semifinalists. Well, what happened to the uh, seniors? Well, the, these are the that's modern the, era. Yeah, yeah that's okay. Ever, Everson's not the that modern era. That doesn't come up until later. Yeah. Right? Now, Chuck Halley is going in. He, of course, in August. Oh, we already knew that, yeah. right? Chuck but Halley. I, but they, they, they delay in, in regards to seniors, right? That comes up. Much it was in August where they they had the vote uh, to name the finalist and which is and then the, to vote them in, they'll vote them in Super right. Bowl 
or leading up to the Super Bowl. So we got to wait another year before we can talk yep. about you sure do. our That's partner. Right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So we know, but we know Chuck Halley is, is going in going next in. year. Right. Okay. Even though technically he hasn't been uh, voted in. It's a done deal. Yeah, it is done. So it'll be in, fe- in academic when you said next year. Yeah. Right. So there you go. Talk about about time. Is that crazy? Uh, Chuck Howley. They can they can add to their spiel on the on the tour here. When <laughs> okay, they have here, to here are the Chuck Howley being an MVP. <laughs> Just to sort through it, the uh, the players who are semifinalists in their first year of eligibility. Mm-hmm. Okay, so any of these first ballot Hall of Famers in your mind: Jari Evans, Joe Thomas, Dwight Franey. James Harrison, Darrell Rivas. They are first-year eligibility semifinalists. Hmm. That can affect the Woody and Demarcus Ware. Freeney, maybe. That's all I was going to say. Joe Thomas, pretty dominant his he career. He was. Yeah. But all of them are. Yeah. yeah. That's right. It's hard to. So there you go. Judge how other people would look at offensive linemen. But yep. Freeney was just so prevalent for so long. It was longevity and it was production. Yep. So anyway, there you All go. Right. That's the news of the day and cool. more mixed shots in just a moment. We paid how much for those lessons? She's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey. Oh. Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. (sighs) Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Back, back, back to mixed shots. Live music fans, head to the Star in Frisco on Tuesday, November 29th for a brand new monthly concert series, Sounds of the Star, featuring the imitable 
I still can't get it. <laughs> yeah, right. man, you mess up on that In- all the time. Imitable, that's it. That, Country yeah, rock that band, Western Rewind. Might be right. The it concert kicks off at 7 p.m. and it's free and open to the public. For more info, visit thestarinfrisco.com. You know, when you go to read that, there's an I N I M I. It's inimitable. It's really hard to get it out. Yeah, what does it mean, Mickey? Inimitable. Untouched. So best. good or unusual as to be impossible to copy. All right. Unique. I said untouched. Yeah, so I like that. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Good explanation. And by the way, 59 years ago today, where were you guys? <laughs> I was three. <laughs> so you weren't aware that the president got killed in your oh, hometown. Yeah. Yeah. I was aware of that. For some reason, At I do three? remember that. I, I, I just remember it was crazy. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I remember something. I remember a bunch of crying. I do remember that. I really do. I, I don't know. I'm told that I remembered. I'm told I remember this. Uh, the funeral. That lasted for days, or the 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 programming, I guess, on our little black and white TV that mm-hmm. lasted for days. And I apparently asked my family, my parents, whatever, when's this show going to be over? <laughs> so <laughs> when's that's that show going to be over. <laughs> so I was in fourth grade, fifth grade, I think. Um, and since we were. It was kindergarten through fifth grade in elementary school. So since we were the upperclassmen, we got to go into the what they called the audiovisual room, and they mm-hmm. had closed-circuit TV in there usually for language help, like if you're learning Spanish or something. So you had a 19-inch. And we got to watch, <laughs> yeah, basically, we got to watch it on TV uh, when Walter Cronkite made the announcement. I, I, I remember them, they kept bringing, I'm like uh, Bill, they kept bringing it up to me. Right. And that's why I, I kind of remember it was always brought up to me. I remember uh, two moments when my mom was crying a lot, her dad's funeral and that moment right there. That was one of the, I think, few times I'd seen adults cry, and there were a bunch of weird. teachers were crying. It was weird. Because they were all in there kind of with us or there were other teachers in there mm-hmm. and I remember them crying um yeah and I remember walking home and yeah it was it even at that age I wasn't I well I was 10 right mm-hmm. yeah that was uh that was pretty traumatic it was yeah but since we're here yeah, we're still here. North Texas right. well, probably should have I'm mentioned I'm just glad it. we're still here. Yeah. That's what matters right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Morning News had a guy that was in, he wrote a guest column on the op-ed page, and uh, he was in high school. And his uh, several people in his class got to attend uh, President Kennedy's uh function in Fort Worth before mm-hmm. he came to Dallas. Right. So they were actually in the room listening to him uh, before they left. Yeah. So that was, that was pretty good. Everybody kind of remembers it if you're old enough. You yeah, knew exactly where you were. So that was 59 years ago today. Yeah. All right. Um, what would you like to get into in our final five minutes here? What do you got on that legal See path? what's on my list here that... 
probably needs discussion about. And we do have a show tomorrow, right? Yes, we got it. Okay. We'll get into maybe the Giants more uh, a little bit tomorrow. Oh, I know what I was going to point out when uh, McCarthy was talking about the guys that were ill. Uh, he said there will be some ill guys that won't practice today. He goes, there were a number of guys uh, wearing masks today in their their meetings. Mm-hmm. It's been going around. Because they don't want the whole, <laughs> yeah. the whole position <laughs> group to get wiped out. And he said, and there were a lot of ginger shots. So I don't know if you guys were oh, familiar yeah. with the ginger yeah. shot. Can I go down dur- the hallway? During COVID. <laughs> yeah, you probably need one, right? Uh-huh. Uh, they were given those out uh, during COVID. Well, the, the, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn. The coach was under the weather when we taped the show on Thursday. Last week? Yeah. 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 So been going around um but i you know when i look at this game with the giants and where the giants are right now injury wise and really when you look at the even the way they've played the last three weeks mm-hmm. they are not the seven and three uh arrow pointed up team that's right they are trending down <laughs> that's right and the cowboys have a real opportunity now on thursday to send them further in that direction of trending downward I remember what that was before this week. They were looking at, hey, they could, after losing to Green Bay, they could lose to uh, the the Vikings and then lose to the Giants. So they could possibly have a, th- a three game losing streak going here. Now we're looking at this totally differently. Looking uh-huh. at a four game winning streak possibility. You look at or a five game winning streak if you lo- really start looking ahead to. The- What's on the horizon mm-hmm. after Thanksgiving with yeah. as you go into the AFC South? Now last year. The win over Minnesota, was that the Sunday before Thanksgiving? It was prior It was prior to that. The book's right there. Because it was October. It was Halloween. So when did the, the Bronco loss happen? It was after Minnesota. And it would have been uh, just prior to Thanksgiving, I think. Was it the Sunday Maybe a couple, before? Uh, a couple did they lose two straight? Because they ended up losing to the Raiders on Thanksgiving. Okay. One more page. Mike over. McCarthy was asked about not having won a game on Thanksgiving here yet. Hmm. And the we used media, to win they're going all the dig time. up stuff. We used to win all the time on Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah. Kansas City was a week before. Oh, okay. So that was the loss, mm-hmm. and then the Raiders. Was See, the Minnesota loss. was Halloween, and then the loss to Denver, and then a a very similar score to. Uh, Sunday's game, forty-three to three over Atlanta. Atlanta, that was the game. And then there okay. was uh, Sunday before Thanksgiving was Kansas at Kansas City. Yeah, and then the loss to Vegas, and then a four-game win streak after that. So and three of those were on the road: New Orleans, Washington, and the Giants. Mm-hmm. But this time, the three are at home. That's right, right. including Thanksgiving. Including Day. Thanksgiving. So it's it's. Uh, the Giants, the Colts, but Houston, is that right? But but look at what the uh, Giants have done here recently. Going back a month ago, October twenty third at Jacksonville, they won twenty three seventeen. Okay. The next week they were at Seattle and lost seventeen thirteen. Then they lost the bye week. <laughs> <laughs> they did because they lost Xavier McKinney that right. Week. Then they came they played Houston and won by a touchdown, 24-16, and then they lost to Detroit 31-18. 
So so a a one a six point win over Jacksonville, mm-hmm. a loss at Seattle, the bye week, a win over the worst team in the league, and then a loss to the Lions. That's what they've done the last month. They are not trending upward. Mm-mm. This is a game that the Cowboys should take command of from the start. How, how familiar does that sound? Like Green Bay. I mean, in regards to our mm-hmm. narrative for the game. It right. sounds like what we said about Green Bay. And then but, if you take into consideration their season opening win when they went for the two-point conversion, right? Over Tennessee. Over Tennessee. <clears throat> and squeaked out that win. Carolina, the, the second week of the season, they won by a field goal over a bad team. And they lost to the Cowboys. Um, London, they, were at, they played Green Bay in London and won by five. That their best win is probably Baltimore, twenty four twenty, right before this stretch I just talked mm-hmm. about, and that was that was a comeback I think also if I mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. I mean I'm I'm not saying that you can't you can't take them lightly. No, but but they are not trending well no, you're, right you're, now. You're, you're so, true. so you should be able to. So that's why somebody I I heard it I didn't memorize it but it sounded like the point spread was double digit. Like the Cowboys were double-digit favorites? favorites? Were, were we favorites in, in Minneapolis? Yeah, point and a half. That's crazy. They knew what they, they were doing. They knew something, about. right? They did know something. So they I, they, I don't, they don't trust right Kirk Cousins at It's all. nine now? Well, I've got on this app it says nine. Okay. They don't trust Kirk Cousins. Yeah. That's what that is. And I can say this much. Dak's performance has, you know, his past performances has never, you know, valued into – the 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 line the betting line right oh they got Dak <laughs> yeah okay. they got Dak okay oh. we're gonna nope <laughs> no we I don't think that's ever happened yeah yeah and <clears throat> if I remember also correctly and we can go more into this tomorrow Daniel Jones ran for a bunch of yards against that Cowboys in that yeah. in that first he game. runs a bunch of yards against everybody yeah and you got to be he had nine carries for seventy nine yards against the Cowboys he can take it to the house yeah just like Justin Fields can yeah you know he's, he's more of a straight line runner. But he's got the ability. He's got good legs, man. The guy's got to run at least a four or five. Well, I, I'll say this. <laughs> if he was running the play, Hertz ran for the winning touchdown, he could have done that too. Mm-hmm. And you could have done it too, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. by the way. Great call. Great, Great design. call. And Great design. How do you not de- defend the quarterback draw when <laughs> I was, Jalen Hurts is your I'm watching, team's quarterback? I, I can't remember if I said <laughs> You knew that. they were going to run that. <laughs> now, they, now, they showed it well on the replay. Kelsey, it was almost like Kelsey, the center, was the decoy. Mm-hmm. And he, he headed right. He sure did. Okay, and then Hertz just read it. Like a fold right. block. Like mm-hmm. a fold block with the guard. We're sitting in the press box, and whatever down in distance it was at that point, I said, he he's going to run it. He could have run all the way out the stadium. Yeah. So basically, yeah. they they uh, you credit the Giants coaching staff because they won that play on the, the play design. The formation. Eagles. I yeah. mean the Eagles, not yeah. the Giants. Yeah. The Eagles, they they won that play pre-snap with with their formation. Right, they knew what the way they were going to line up defensively, and so they basically had one guy, the linebacker, who was responsible for Hertz, and he went and, with and he went with Kelsey, Kelsey yeah. yeah, and then Hertz went the other way, right up the middle. But the defensive linemen were they they parted the Red Sea. Right. Basically, well, they they did what they always do. They go outside on the pass right. rush. Yeah. Oh, I, and, and having said that, Ezekiel Elliott. So he had two carries for two yards. 
because they were touchdowns each. Yes. Yes. So when people look at his average per carry, let's put it in perspective. Because no when you only need one yard, you're only going to get one yard. Hey, when you got two touchdowns, I'm good. Right? Okay. Especially the second one when he bounced in there and then spun out. And he had to do it because we tried to do it with Pollard, and it just wasn't working. Right. And, and to me. Which was the other thing I <laughs> said. Yes, man. Go Zeke, ahead. get him you in there. It. You do it. That's it. That's it. And I. You know, first of all, I love Pollard. I mean, golly, this guy is such a pleasant surprise. I'm not surprised about necessarily anything that he's doing. I'm surprised that we're using him as much as we are, which is great. But, I, man, there's still something about Zeke going in there and getting those tough yards. Yeah. And I, I can say this. If, if Zeke had some of the openings that Pollard had, then he would be getting more yards. Okay, I'm just sorry. That's just the way it is. It seems like Zeke's the blocking schemes on Zeke. It seems as if they're made for the tough yards. They're not doing any fancy blocking. Right. Whatever he's getting, he's getting pretty much on his own. And, you know, the other thing you notice also is he's not hunting holes. Mm -mm. He's hitting where the ball is supposed to go. That's it. Too many times, and I'm not being critical, but he's hunting like, Picking and that pecking. Jumps, that jumps, that uh, yeah. jumps. And sometimes it yeah. works. Oh, no doubt. Sometimes. It did work, yeah. Yeah, sometimes <clears throat> it doesn't. Right. You know, and that's what. You can't do that on the goal line. Right. And he tried that on the goal line, and we lost the yeah. yard. You got to go. We lost the yard. Yeah. Speaking of got to go. Got to go. Is it time? It's like it's past time. Y'all can sit here and talk all you want to, but I'm leaving. You got you got stuff yeah. to do? Okay. All right. We'll talk at you at high noon tomorrow. Uh, go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!